Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where apparently McKay has pants. I do have pants, but still no underwear. Yep, yep, that's right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, well, then you haven't been listening to our shows. And that's a little hurtful. That is, that's very hurtful. (laughs) However, with that said, Jared may be running down the street naked somewhere in Orem. If you don't know where that is, oh well. (laughs) (laughs) You're not missing much. You're not missing anything at all. (laughs) Anyways... So, uh, we're going to be talking about some stuff, uh, which mainly implies to Star Wars. Now, I know you probably got, oh crap, they're talking about Star Wars again. It's going to be Battlefront. No, Jared isn't on the show. And that game still sucks, but it's going to be free next month, just in case you're wondering. It's only free for like three days. Oh, for real? Okay. I thought it was with EA Access, because it's an EA game. They're going to give it in their vault for free, too. So, yeah, I mean, that way. So. That were yes. all those people that were smart and didn't pay $60 for it. I will only mention on December 6th, <laughs> for those that bought a season pass, you will get the last DLC for Battlefront, which is Scarif, uh, which is part of Rogue One. And you get Jane Orso and the other guy. And if you didn't buy the DLC like a smart person, they're going to release the whole deluxe edition of the game in December for $40. Yeah. That includes the season pass and everything. I know. I hate that. But anyways! That's not what we're here to talk about. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Star Wars and your and the worst <laughs> character ever created. Now, Whoa. some of us have different Whoa. opinions. <laughs> Better watch <laughs> your tone right there. Um, I thought we were talking about multiple characters, mainly. We, no, we are. We are. Uh, and, and I'm teasing on worst character created because there are, you know, Skeletor from that He-Man movie was really bad. Uh, but no, there are some characters that are not portrayed very well, like Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker, which in the movies appears to be super whiny and complainy and mopey and blah, 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 blah. It was a character choice. So, yeah. <laughs> he um, watched Mark Hamill's performance and he's like, man, I gotta be that guy's dad somehow. I gotta be super whiny. What, okay, and Luke and, Skywalker, and Luke Skywalker. is kind of whiny in New Hope where it's like, I want to go to Tashi Station. Yeah. Um, it just seems to be in the Skywalker family to be whiny. Um, and Kylo Ren, just in case people, you know, well, Kylo counts. Ren is part of the Skywalker family. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, if just I'm mentioning him. Yeah. Well, I an honorable mention, see, Kylo Ren. Okay, so, 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 <laughs> who made me feel so much better about Hayden Christensen? Yeah, <laughs> I, I will admit that. Um, but my problem with Anakin. 
You guys, okay. the dark side is hard. It's Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem with Anakin that I have is you go in with Anakin from Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. in, in number two, he's a little mopey, kind of gothy. Uh, got a chip on my shoulder. I'm supposed to be all powerful, but I'm not. He's the really chosen there yet. one. That's a lot to live up to. Then you go into the Clone Wars TV series, and you see a very mature Anakin. That's you know he's he's gone through the war. He's a general, and then we go to Episode Three, and he's a whiny baby. Because his wife's gonna die. I don't. You care. have no compassion, Dad. I don't. I'm a Jedi. I'm not supposed to have feelings. <laughs> and yet, and you clearly <laughs> failed on that from the beginning. Yet you I can have I feel like opinions. they set that up a lot in the Phantom. Hey, <laughs> they said you could have opinions. They never said you could have feelings. <laughs> um, you no. could say we are encouraged to love. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really difficult to see that strong Anakin, and then this really kind of mopey type character where. Uh, and I know, again, the whole Clone Wars TV series is retconned in a way because they went back and did it after. Because I'm sure if they would have done the whole cartoon series and then done Episode 3, we would see a different Anakin oh, Skywalker. For sure. Yes. Um, Even with that said, he is still a very strong character. Hayden Christensen did do a good performance. Thank you. How, <laughs> you know, however, we go into For- The Force Awakens and... We see Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, and I loved. Uh, yeah, he he th- he put temper tantrums to a whole new level. Yeah, and some, but something that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. It, it was a fresh tantrum. Yeah, for for sure, because we haven't seen anything on that scale yeah. of anger management no. in the star in on Star Wars yeah. screen. Um, in fact, uh, most of the. Uh, Star Wars ships remain pretty pristine if they didn't get blown up. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that I really liked in Force Awaken is you saw how other people reacted to his behavior. I mean, that's that was beautiful because, I mean, like, when we're watching Hayden Christensen's Anakin throwing a fit, it's really only around Padme, and she's just kind of like, I'm sorry, Annie. You know, pat you pat- on the back. It's okay. I'm here for you. But, you know, in Force Awakens, we see, you know, we, we Kylo see, Ren freaking out and blasting away the control panel. We see stormtroopers walking The stormtroopers storm walk up and stop. Like, yeah, we've seen this before. Turn around and, and walk away. And, and you also see in Hux, like, oh, yeah. that hesitation. Like, I don't want to upset you. Yeah. But, but I have some news that will upset you. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like the fact that you saw that this wasn't, like, a random occurrence. This was... A continual thing, and people are kind of wary, and I like that. You know, even in, you know, let's go way back to New Hope when Luke is whining, and his aunt and uncle are just kind of like, I need you here. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like they blew it off, and there was no real levity, I guess, mm -hmm. that came with his whining. Uh, And I guess that was the same thing that I kind of got from Anakin with Hayden Christensen's portrayal of it because we never really saw his whining affect anything other than just Padme. Yeah, there was nothing to build on. It yeah. was just he is whiny because movie. Yeah. And then it moves on. Because um, he's picked on and his the Jedi Council died. do anything. <laughs> the sand people killed her. He well, went crazy. See, okay, see, but that would have been good to build on, but they really didn't. It was just kind of, it happened. 
Oh, and I and I talked to Emperor. I, I talked to you know. I, I talked to my my Count, pal Chancellor, French Patine. Uh, Palpatine, and he you know he kind of told me it was okay. Above, but you didn't see that. I would have loved to see maybe that interaction. How Palpatine used that to manipulate him and bring him further into the fold. I mean, there was all these really key events that Lucas could have used to make it so when he finally turns at the end. That it's, I felt, wow, yeah, that was more worthwhile because that whole point where he's just sitting there, he's gonna say Padme. Well, what? I mean, really? I wanted a bigger hook. Mm, it was a much a, bigger hook. Yeah, it was a teeny hook, and it just didn't felt authentic. Yeah, to me. yeah. Uh, Anakin's turn to the dark side was kind of forced and rushed. Forced, yeah. and that's not a pun. And, uh, but. But uh, 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 conversely, though, like we get uh, from what uh, some of the things we get from Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie, and it's quoted on Wikipedia: uh, "The pull to the light." Yeah, like the fact the the fact that he's tempted by another aspect of the Force. Yeah, uh, but he wants to be dark, but he's feeling this. Like that puts a whole new depth, new layer to this mystical system that mm-hmm. we kind of had over-explained over the course of the first six films. Yeah. And, oh, and, and yeah, whininess pays off. I, well, I think... I, see, I think they did it correct with him. There was this... They really made you realize there is a pull with this character mm-hmm. back and forth, and he's fighting it, and that's why he has the tan- tantrums, besides the fact that he grew up with these really... I mean, mythical people, his parents, his mm-hmm. uncle. I mean, everyone around everyone, him. Everyone around him has changed the galaxy. Yeah, and he's just this guy. How do you, I mean, how do you fit into those like, shoes? How do you step down yeah. from... <laughs> I mean, but Anakin, if they would have shown that tug of war back and forth yeah. with him, he, I think his whininess would have been more believable for me, mm-hmm. and his fall yeah. would have been easier Cause, for me. Because all we get is he's just in a rut. Yeah. He's just in an... He's just I mean, in a place. Yeah, I mean, with the Clone Wars, that kind of helped. We kind of saw a little bit more of that tug of war, mm-hmm. and, you know, with the Jedi Council, with Palpatine, stuff like that. But you know, if you don't watch those, it's really this. Then weird you're missing out thing. on a lot of stuff. I mean, you are yeah. you're missing you're, out on a lot. Darth Maul's still alive. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, there's a reason why Luke is interested in in how he uh, in meeting someone who fought in the Clone Wars because it's the coolest part of Star Wars history. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's the old Republic, but they haven't made all that stuff yet. That like, be so much fun. We're gonna know, have like, so many episodes about Republic, that. The, the whole, day that <laughs> I would love to see them do a movie of Revan. You know that whole, Netflix series, man. Even if it's uh, a petitioning I, sure. uh, Netflix series would be awesome. Um, uh, Netflix, uh, reach out to Jared Seach, um, and <laughs> and we can get He's this made going. About Nineteen Revan movies. <laughs> about two good Revan movies. <laughs> I, I think he has a handle on it. Um, no, but I, this is the thing is it's a real and that's kind of the concept of a really good solid character, especially if it's a character that's going evil or something like that. That tug of war. We can believe that. We've all felt that tug of war where it's like something happens to us and we really want to just like okay, well I'll use traffic Oh, okay. You know, when you get cut off. The the source of negative energy in the universe. Yes. You know, you get cut off. You want to scream and yell or slam your car into them or, you know, 
drive ahead, spin your car to the side so that's a slam on your brake, yank them out and beat them to a bloody pole. I'm sure everyone at one point felt that they wanted to do that. But then you have that tug of, whoa, that's too crazy. You need to back off. But So having someone have that tug back and forth between homicidal thoughts or really dark thoughts to, no, that's not cool. We, we, we felt that. Yeah, so I have so that's one of the top three reasons I wish the force was real. So when I get cut off, I can just force them <laughs> into the air. I don't care what happens to them. Their car will just go flying in the air. Good luck if you live. If you don't, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have cut me off. But Yeah, be, I, I've had those thoughts too. So uh, you could just force push you just right. You'll flip over to the guardrail and you're someone else's problem. I'll just keep going. See, and, and, and mine is you're, you're driving a little bit too slow in the fast lane. Let's speed oh you up. For that is so annoying. <laughs> It's like, okay, it's 70 miles an hour and they're doing 55. Get out of but the What I don't lane. understand is I go 80 sometimes and people are still tailgating me. I'm like, what do you want? I'm already breaking the law by oh, 10 I miles. You want me to go faster? I, I love those people too when you, you're going like over. Like, I'm and already going to zoom. They're like, they, I, they get over and zoom past you and wail on the horn. You're like, seriously? I, I, I had three quarters of that uh, coming up here. From a from an oil tanker, oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an oil tanker tailgating me oh. and passed me on the right. <laughs> and to be fair with Kylo Ren, he, this is his first movie. He gets two more to equal no. out his character. Okay. No, he's already got his scar. He's we're, we're moving on. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and I kind of hope he comes back I to hate, the light already. See, and I hope he goes to the dark I, side. Kylo Ren, <laughs> in my opinion, is a well balanced character. You know, I, I'm not a fan of him. Because of what he's done. But he is well-balanced because he had that tug-of-war. Mm-hmm. Up until that event with Han Solo. Where even he then, even, he still was kind of like, I just don't know if I could do it. Oh, no, but no, he, he gets to that, and he makes a choice. There is a choice made there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a button. It's pretty You're easy. right, but he makes a choice. And then... That character is committed at that point. But that's what I hope. I hope he's full dark side now, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be. Well, he's still going to be like... He may not. He may still have I'm some conflict. He may have some gonna... conflict. Um, but if that's the case, that's the case. But that's still good character. you know. Whereas I, I'm, I believe his fall to the dark side fully is better than Anakin's. Because you see him struggling up to the point he hits that lightsaber ignition. Mm-hmm. I don't father. feel like he and had a good reason to go to the dark side. The whole time the, of him explaining his like little childhood story, and he's like, oh, I was just seduced by the dark side and left, but not really all the way. To me, that's a lame story. Like, at least to Anakin, stuff happened. His mom died. Like, that's traumatic. That's the only person he ever knew and loved. Right. Then he thought his wife was going to die, so that's traumatic, and then it was his own fault. So I feel like he had, like, it might have been done in a poor way, but he had more reasons to be hateful towards life, to be spiteful. Kind of right, like, we, he's kind of like a spoiled prick. Flashback scenes. In the next movie. Yeah. I mean, really, you don't want to see those flashback scenes when you're introducing a new villain. I mean, mm. it, it doesn't make yeah. sense. But in the next one, it does. Yeah. Now we can see his rise to that instead of having the whole pre- another three prequels of how Kylo Ren became <laughs> Kylo Ren. Um, and, and going on with the, uh, with the will he turn light side, will mm. he stay dark, um, Luke's uh, path in, in 4, 5, and 6 was bringing redemption to uh, the darkest yeah. being ever, yeah. Darth Vader. Um, this might be a, a, a time where we like harp on that in this next episode where we see 
Luke trying to bring Ben to the ba- to the light again, I'm and sure, then I'm, failing, and then I'm dealing sure, with that. You're right. I'm, it, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what we may see, and we may see the end of Luke Skywalker by Episode Nine, where he fails. He utterly fails, but he tried. Which would mean there has to be ten, eleven, and twelve. No, right? there's there's just a nine. No, they gotta they gotta continue it. <laughs> well, if they kill Luke off, and there's well, no more. No, well, then, yeah, then, I, don't know. Then, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but that would that would be a good story arc um, because Luke is kind of that embodiment of hope. That's why it's a new hope. No. He, you know, he. Tr- but at the same time, I have to wonder how scarred Luke is because he started this Jedi Academy and failed, utterly failed, and probably lost Marjorie, and then ran. And Rand. Well, that's it. Mara Jade's even then. We don't know. I know. I mean, yeah. there's so much. There's so, so much about old and new canon because everything's been thrown out. But the thing that really is interesting is where does Luke's character go from here? Because we don't know. It seems like he built the Jedi Academy. He failed. He ran. No one's known where he's been. He's been on this. He's been on this island where the first Jedi Temple is. For like 30 years, right? Or 20 years? What was that time? Uh, ten, 10 years, I think. Yeah. At most. Oh, because, really? Because yeah. Kylo has been dark for yeah only right. so long. Yeah. That's true. That's right. Okay. So, so it's going to be interesting years. to see where they go. It's going to be interesting to see. No, I'll admit this. I'm going to admit this right now. I hate the fact that he's wearing those weird Jedi robes. The Lucas, yeah, yeah. At the, the, very the gray end. Jedi robes. Yeah, it just looked, it just looked weird, and it's like an outcast Jedi it, thing. Yeah, I, I just, I, I wasn't a fan of them. Hmm. Interesting, you know. And I understand what he was trying to do, go to the traditional Jedi robe thing, but you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, the it's just because uh, I'm used to all the the covers and book art mm-hmm. and everything, uh, you know, comics and that he was always in that black solid outfit. black, yeah. yeah. So. I, and I love how uh, I, I loved Luke's original storyline mm-hmm. story arc for Episode Six, where yeah. he does turn to the dark side at the very end, yeah. and we're we're left with a dark, gloomy galaxy. Um, and in the films, there's even, there's a film theory on this. Mm-hmm. In the films, you can see how dark side he's acting throughout the entire thing. And I didn't. I didn't even put that together because Episode Six was my favorite film from when I was three. No, I, but I, I, and again, we have that moment. I, I, I think you're right. He was using a lot of dark side in Six until, and again, we see that moment where there's light. You see the light in the dark, mm-hmm. and he goes after Vader. And he's, I mean, you can see he's oh, channeling when, the yeah, dark when, side. When he throws everything yeah, at him, and then I think what it is when he finally cuts his hand. Vader's hand off and looks down at his hand as Vader is like gasping for air. That's when something snaps. Yeah, that, that's and then that's a nexus recoils. in the timeline right yeah, there. He, he recoils back, um, which I I really like that moment because it's like it's that moment where he pulls back and says, "Whoa, I've lost my way." Yeah, it's it's where he sees clearly the road that leads directly to where his father is. Yeah, and he says, "I want." that other one yeah. and this is where I make my stand you know and, and this is uh, something I've always felt and you, you kind of confirm that is he at that moment he sees two paths you know he has a force vision which we don't get to see which would have been cool but he sees those two paths 
See, uh, yeah, uh, inserting a Force Vision there into the Blu-ray edition would have been so much better than inserting a No right there into the Blu-ray. No. <laughs> yeah, that's or any, or uh, Hayden Christensen. Oh, uh, way better um, because it shows him we went back to the light side. I don't yeah. get why that's such a problem. So like, he went because back he went to back to the Jedi. light side. So, why would he go back to his younger self? That makes because no that's the last time he was good. Yeah, not believing it. When we go uh, to heaven, Dan, what do you believe? We're going to be in our perfect state, all right? You're not going to look like 82-year-old then, gray-haired Dan. Then, then why did we see like... really old uh, Obi-Wan and really yo- old Yoda then? Because they were light side when they died. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. <laughs> Case in point right there. Uh-huh. Proven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, uh, an interesting thing, though, is that after after – you know, I've grown up with Star Wars. Yeah. I've delved into the uh, EU, and I've actually kind of become disenfranchised with the Jedi Order and the the old way of doing things, mm-hmm. and and the whole dichotomy of dark and light. I think it would be really interesting if maybe maybe we set up a new gray order that doesn't focus so much on light and dark, but on because yeah. uh, because being one of cause, both, cause like in, Revan. I mean, Revan ends up being. A great, great, great Jedi. Jedi. Ahsoka mm-hmm. is a great it, Jedi. Uh, there, she claims to be a great yeah. Jedi. She proclaims that position. Yeah. Uh, Qui-Gon is a great Jedi. Yeah. Um, Even though he's part of the Jedi Order, which is very interesting. Um, but I, I, I would lo- that is a good thing. I would love to see that. Maybe he goes and he's like – he finds that you need both. I mean because we kind of mm-hmm. see that in the EU books. Um, in the, in the Jedi Academy trilogy and I Jedi, one of the one of the things, then there's one also of the, the flaws, Dark Empire, where he yeah. he becomes evil and then comes back, mm-hmm. and then he's able to do the Emerald Force Lightning, um, and so maybe maybe that's what we see is where he is more of a gray Jedi, where he's learned he's got to balance both dark and light. Mm-hmm. That and would be cool because because as far as we're concerned with the saga, Luke is the only Force user. That matters. Yeah, and he's he's the only one left. Mm-hmm. Um, dark side's gone, light side's gone, and he tried building a light side and it collapsed. Yeah. So so maybe we need we need a new not only a new Jedi order but a new Force order. That's interesting. No, I I, I like that idea to be able to bring great great Jedi's back and and that would be a a good balance, you know, because you're using both. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I'm gonna kind of lean towards uh, Brandon Sanderson. He he has a uh, you know the Bismorden series, the Alloy, you know, the Alloy the, of Law. Well, before the Alloy of Law, um, at the end of the, the the third book. Okay. You know, you have you have the two opposing forces. You have preservation and ruin, and says that the character takes both of them. Yeah. Into himself and becomes harmony. He is the balance of, of. the two. And they don't, and that's how he counteracts the two, you know, because previously one person was doing one thing and then Ruin was trapped and, you know, and that's how they balance each other. But it didn't work. It was flawed mm-hmm. until he does this and then he's until able to. Until a single entity yeah, takes both forms. Both of them in within. I would love to see that with Luke because uh, yeah. that, that would, in my mind, be the true meaning of balance is having both light and dark and wielding them responsibly. And, and that would also make an individual chosen one who will bring balance to the force mm. and an applicable prophecy if that is actually what Luke does yeah. or or if Kylo Ren forms some or if any of any of the characters that we we have mm-hmm. form a gray jedi order yeah 
where the primary use of the force is balanced light and dark. Yeah. No, that would be really cool to see. Yeah. No, that's what I, d- I don't think it's going to be Luke just because I feel like he, when he tried to bring back the Jedi Order, it was just obviously the regular Jedi Order. It, it, it may not well, be and that's a, But that's all that he knew as yeah. well yeah. at the time. You know, but who, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's what he starts training uh, Ray. Ray to be. Uh, you know, maybe, or maybe he starts training Ray and Kylo. <laughs> maybe I don't know. And they te- and and they as a holy trinity form a. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that's just a really cool thing about having these movies come out is we don't know. And you know, as much as everyone's kind of frustrated and upset about throwing out the EU, I think it was a good that, move. That was a magical decision. And you know, and it's not because they're disregarding or all that stuff that's been, but it's given them a clean slate. Mm-hmm. They don't have to, okay, we're going to do this storyline. Well, does it check out with this book and this book and this book? I mean, yeah. there's so much lore out there. Uh, you know, And that's one thing. You know, I, I'm not a Star Trek fan, um, but that is one thing that I think J.J. Abrams did that was beautifully done with Star Trek is he went back in time, erased the timeline so that he had a fresh start, mm-hmm. so that he didn't have to worry about, well, what happens with this movie and that movie? And I know it upset everyone, but that's when I was actually interested. No, that's it, when I actually got interested in Star Trek because I've never been a fan. I was like, wow. And I love the new characters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about how does this affect Next Generation or that because yeah. that time it doesn't, still it doesn't, exists. Yeah, it still exists. And, and those people that love it, great. This is something new for these new people. Yeah, I'm, and I'm digging it. And and I really could not identify with Shatner Kirk. Oh no, but, neither could I. But Chris Pine Kirk. Oh yeah, I love is it. like I, I'm just I'm right on you his know, level. The, you know, uh, Star Trek Beyond. That scene when they're oh. flying in the, the hives and they're like, oh, "We need so, we need something loud and noisy." And then they kick on sabotage, <laughs> and then you just see I have him the beats and shouting. Yeah, and you, and you see him just smile, and the captain's chair goes, "That's a good song." You know, I just like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome because you just see that like, uh-huh, I can dig this. Uh, another thing about the the uh, Star Trek timeline splitting. So in, in, in the first one, in mm-hmm. Star Trek, when James T. Kirk is, is barreling down the highway yeah. in that Corvette, he puts on a song. And it's Sabotage. By the Beastie Boys, yeah. which is from an album that also has another song with the line, like a pinch on the neck from Mr. Spock. Yeah. So the new Star Trek happens in a timeline where Star Trek happened already. <laughs> it was a TV show in the 1960s. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, you know, it is actually kind of funny with that song on there, but uh, <laughs> and then the funny thing is, is they they call that music classical. <laughs> is well, this classical? Well, what? I mean, we consider hundred year old music oh, yeah. classical. Yeah. Like it just doesn't matter. No, like them, we, we've already got classic rock, and sense. that's only thirty years old. Yeah. No, I mean that makes sense, but I just have to wonder what they they consider like Beethoven and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If that's classical, is that like old, uh, uh, ancient, ancient uh, before the ancient common era? Yeah. Like, is there a new common era now? Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, the cool thing that is with Star Wars is even though we can have hated, hated characters, is as as much as I complain about how whiny Anakin is, Hayden Christensen is, hands down, I can pretty much guarantee you. 
the most hated character in the Star Wars universe that everyone will say is Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. You mean the great lord, the great dark lord Jar Jar, yeah. right? According hey, to he's gonna come up. He's Snoke. Got his got his ears blasted off. He had a little bit of rhinoplasty. Uh, yeah. Let's see how how many Marvel characters have switched bodies. Maybe we've maybe he. Oh, then the, and well, there's the the actual cloning. Maybe well, no, no, no. Maybe so, so he was genetically modified. So well, he, it could be he didn't possible. Didn't have a new because body. Darth in the. Darth, the Darth Bane books are canon. Okay. And Darth Bane did learn how to transfer his essence into another body. And at the very end, you don't know if Darth Bane won and transferred his essence to his <sighs> apprentice or his apprentice's life. So maybe Jar Jar was taught that if he is a Sith. But I doubt it. As much as yeah. I would love that because it would piss off so many people, this team will never look okay, that I, I did read that article and I went through it and I'm like, huh. The guy beautifully like, written it's, it. It's... it's Solid. It is. It is solid. It's where believable. It is a, it, there is enough points in there that you could say, wow. Yeah. Because I mean, he pretty much I mean, everything he, from his, him to it, a drunken master. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen that movie with Jackie Chan, oh, you need to because it's yes. amazing. And by the way, congrats to Jackie Chan for winning his very first Oscar ever. Hooray. Finally, after years. After years of breaking his, his own yeah. bones for his movies. Uh, I'm just going to throw that. I love Jackie Chan. I love his movies. Um, he he deserved this years ago, but it, I I'm glad the Academy mm-hmm. finally gave him one because he he deserved it. Um, the guy choreographs all of those movies. He, he acts in them. He writes most of them, and he's the director of most of them. So it's just amazing, and he's he's deserved oh. it. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. But uh, yeah, I mean, so Drunken Master. This is kind of what the guy equated uh, Jar Jar mm-hmm. to, and. I can see it, and I know it's not yeah. true. And and yeah, because everyone everyone disregards the idiot. Oh yeah, and but then you pull in things like, well, look at the jump that he does into the lake bef- before Which they go into the Naboo city. Yeah. Um, it's it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, and you only see Jedi doing moves like yeah. that. You don't see any other Gungan doing jumps like no. that. Um, and everything to like subtle hand waves that he does when people change their minds I in know. the scene. Yeah. And oh my gosh, like everything. The mere is, fact that is, he is the one that actually puts Palpatine into power. And <laughs> and, and he's standing between uh, Palpatine and Anakin in the funeral scene. Uh-huh. And oh man, he's just. I know, and I know it's, it would have. I know it's not true. But it's the gr- it would have been the greatest payoff oh, in the history been. of it ever. It would have been, and it would have made that character such an amazing character instead See, of this. I think throwaway. we agree with that. I think most people that hate Jar Jar would hate if that was real. So, I don't like know. that is the See, okay. stupidest See, me thing. Me as a storyteller, you know, mm-hmm. I would when, when love you've got to that see- secret. Okay, yeah. so the movies out there that have that twist that you're just like, what the? Because you weren't expecting it at all. I love those movies mm-hmm. more than anything. Because that makes you yeah. watch it over and the, over the and prestige, find everything. The Prestige. Oh, yes. The movie still tries to I love stuff. that movie because the whole movie, I'm like, oh, this is what this is how it's going to end. And they they hook it. Nope. And I'm like, oh, and this is how it's going to end. Nope. And when it finally ends, I'm like, the, I didn't even think that was ever on the plane. Yeah. And so if they were to do that with Jar Jar, oh, my gosh, mind blown. Mm-hmm. I, 
You, I would love the. You prequels. some manipulated Misa. Yeah, I, I would love the prequels. I don't know. I don't. You should love the prequels anyway. But I enjoy them. I don't love. There's I, a certain yeah. twist that I don't think you would like, like stuff like that. And hopefully it's not true. But one of the fake leaked rumors thing is that Ray is just a reincarnation of Anakin. And if you saw that as a twist, it'd piss you off, right? That wouldn't be a cool twist to you. See, mm. see that. See that would be just again. It because okay that feels like a cop out. Yeah, I mean, I can. I'm okay with them repeating some things they repeat almost everything i i will be upset with that if they mm-hmm. pull ray out as being another anakin yeah i won't be happy with that but the twist of jar jar is solid and good because that hasn't been done before mm-hmm. that would be beautiful and you know maybe that was a plan who knows i don't know but i, I mean i just think the, he's a throwaway in, character in, in the darth jar jar theory uh, George Lucas is quoted as saying Jar Jar is the key to all of this in in the storyboard, the pre-production, yeah. uh, in in the writing. So, well, and, and there may have been some plans, but they didn't follow through with them. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but that would have been cool to see. So, anyways, unfortunately, we're out of time, folks. Bummer. But give us your thoughts, your opinions, because we want to hear them. What are your thoughts on these characters? What are your thoughts on the Darth Jar Jar? Uh, thing. What are your thoughts about Ray? What are your thoughts about Episode Eight? What do you think about Star Wars? If you hate it, awesome. Some people do. Some people are. No, we're easy. very sad for you people. But you know, everyone <laughs> likes their thing. You know, who knows? Maybe you're just a Pokemon fan, and that's okay. Uh, that's we all love you. Be Star Wars. <laughs> so, with that said, uh, we're out of here. Second nerds. Hey guys, now that the holidays are here, and with Jared and Jessica on Baby Watch 2016, and Daniel out with jaw surgery. The Dungeon Crawlers team will be pushing back to one show a week until the beginning of the new year. I'm sure if Daniel was here, he'd be sure to say... And remember to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Thanks, guys, and happy holidays, whatever that may be.